0: Good morning. Something that I'm worried about lately is the... The... uh, The... Preservation? I don't want to call it that because that means slightly different things. But the preservation, the archive, the historical tracking of YouTube content, trends, creators, events, things like that, I... I would like to say that I could be a historian of YouTube because it is something I've been around for all of it. I've been around since pre-Google days. I've seen many of the trends come and go, but I haven't seen it all because we're all vulnerable to only, you know, knowing what we're exposed to at the time. And I wasn't into all of the YouTube communities, but I've seen a lot of major trends come and go. And I've seen a lot of major events that affected the platform and how certain aspects of the platform work to date. And I've seen a lot of creators that no longer exist that I'd love to go back and watch just to rekindle those memories. But like any normal human being, I can't remember all of it. Uh, some of the memories are fuzzy and anytime I try to go look up certain aspects of it, my, my I, I can't find that information and my mind gets very frustrated. Example that I usually try to reference to people since it's kind of a key point where YouTube started to change how the algorithm worked is in 2011. There was a, I'd say, three to six month phase uh, that we called, actually, the, the people doing it called giveaway extravaganza time. It was XJaws, uh, White Boy 7th Street, and there was one or two other YouTubers that were trying to get in on it. They were making boatloads of cash from the peak of YouTube gaming C- CPM at the time. Like This was 2011, keep in mind. So this was before a lot of the major changes that have happened to the platform, and this was the cause of one of them. And they were making boo koodles of cash from YouTube, and they discovered a trick where Back then there were video categories. You can still assign your video a category, but it affects very little in the YouTube system these days. And back then the homepage was something where you would get on the homepage based on your view count in a certain time period based on your video category. So there'd be like the homepage for gaming, pets and animals, people on blogs, technology, things like that. And these people... These YouTubers would go, would vlog themselves going to their Walmarts, their GameStops, their Best Buys, their local electronics stores, and just buying a good couple thousand dollars worth of PS3s, Xbox 360s, gaming headsets, controllers, things like that, and give them away in those videos. Which would get a metric crap ton of views, which would get them on the homepage, and then on the subsequent days, for a few days of that video's lifespan, while the giveaway was still running, they would change the title... Maybe the thumbnail and the video category so that, say, day one, they were homepage of YouTube for gaming, which would, of course, get them a ton of views. But then on day two, they'd have a different title so it'd look like a different video and be on the homepage for pets and animals. And even though that isn't what people looking for pets and animals videos would look for... People just clicking on the homepage would be like, holy crap, and check it out. And then day three, it'd be technology or whatever. And they'd just bounce around just dominating the homepage for a couple months. Like I said, between, I'd say, two or three to six months. I don't know exactly how long it lasted. But it went on for a little while, and they had dozens and dozens of giveaways and probably made so much money from all of the ad revenue. Because like I said, this was peak ad revenue on YouTube time. People were making livings off of much less than what some of us have these days, and they were just dominating the homepage and abusing these weird little metadata tricks. On top of the fact that having a bunch of investment cash to do giveaways and things like that is always great bait for lots of views and things like that. As a result of this, not only did those channels get in some sort of trouble where they were to like they they stopped doing it. They were told they could not continue this. Activity anymore, YouTube had to change the homepage as a result of these two to four YouTubers screwing around and making a lot of views off of abusing a little metadata trick. Video categories and subsequently in the end, channel categories hold virtually no value anymore. And that was the big shift in the homepage to where trending became more of this curated, quote unquote, curated thing or like determined by more algorithmic factors. And the homepage started to shift drastically from a more standard, based-on-view-count-at-the-time format that it had been for a very long time to being about what it is now, where you have more algorithmic-based recommendations. Now, it didn't immediately jump from what it was to right now, but it very much set the wheel in motion for a lot of the algorithmic-based stuff that YouTube started implementing across the site and every time i try to reference this to someone i assume someone close to my age would remember this time period but if you weren't very involved in the gaming scene you might not have known about it at all every time i try to reference this to someone i can't find anything online about it it's almost as if it never happened but this to me is like a major milestone on youtube in terms of the platform changing and shifting and controlling what holds relevance and enforcing rules on creators and everything and there's not a whole lot of evidence about it there's not a whole lot of anything about it and even including those specific youtubers names there's not a lot and to be honest a lot of youtube's history in terms of just kind of day-to-day milestones and changes not like the most viral videos those are still fairly well known but the day-to-day like high-level strategies milestones creators things like that from 2008 2009 to 2012 you you would struggle to find much information about it and even like if you're trying to go through youtube analytics you can pretty much only go back to like i think 2013 is the earliest you can really get like solid analytics from from like social blade and things like that it's it's kind of concerning to me i i realize to a lot of people that this isn't something that would matter all that much but as someone who cares about like Archiving memories and being able to go back through those kinds of histories. I'm a history nerd. I like his historical archives. I like keeping track of that stuff. I'm a huge advocate for game preservation. I would like to think that where everybody seems to think that if you put something on the internet, it's there forever. You would be able to keep a better track of how the website changed over the years. And there there isn't much. So this is something I'm very concerned about. This is something I would like to see done better i would love to participate or at least be pointed to projects that are doing that if they already exist and i'm just missing them this was kind of pointed to me or like brought up as a paranoia in my head i guess by a recent matpat video over at the game theorist i i watched some of the game theory videos but i'm super into the youtube game theory stuff and he posted one recently and he referenced some of these things and channels and scene and extras and things like that and had made a joke of only online gamers from 2009 would remember, uh, you know, making fun of the only 90s kids would remember, and it's very true. Like, that's not something a lot of people know about or remember anymore, and there it's hard to find archives or like data or like any proof or trace of it. There's entire channels that I was like good friends with or chatted with back in 2010, 2011 that, for whatever reason, just stopped making videos and then deleted their channels and. I could just, I might as well be making up their existence at this point. It's its a concern to me, but I just wanted to get this off my chest so I could stop worrying about it so much for the day and get some thoughts out there and see maybe what you all think. Let me know, I guess. Or like I said, I'd, I'd love to be pointed to some projects if they exist and I may actually ping MatPat himself because he might have a stronger interest in this than most. But thanks for listening to these morning thoughts, I guess. I just... I don't know, it's kind of stressing me out, and I wanted to get it processed and thought about so I could move on with my day and maybe come back to it with a more strategic position later on. Have a good rest of your morning.